morning to the Connect family, Pastor Shadia, Pastor Ebo, and the rest of their team. And good morning to the HQ, Pastor Lucy's here, Pastor Debbie, and the HQ team also. And of course, good morning to Senior Pastor, Pastor Sam, he's here. It's a sacrifice for us to be here this morning, I'm sure, after three days. Of <laughs> it's leadership class, just relax your shoulders small, don't worry. Um, if PT wants, he can make everything serious, but um, it's a sacrifice to be here sincerely. This is servanthood, by the way. Not for Pastor Sam, he's five minutes away, so it doesn't really count. But I'm telling you, I was so conscious of the house of bundles this morning. I think they were cursing me last night. This guy made me... Pastor Bundles kept on saying, it's 12.30, right? It's 12.30. I said, no, 10. 10.30, please, 10. <laughs> Good morning to you all. Good morning. I can see some of the favorite faces of the nation. Pastor Mika of the Elite Prosperity. I can see Pastor Kofi behind of Connect Family. I can see our sleeping prophet, drummer, slash. I caught you yesterday. Did you see yourself on Twitter? You know how socials will tell you who's been liking what? Why did you like that prophet's picture? Uh, you thought there were no more nationals on Twitter, didn't it? You thought they've all migrated to Instagram. So this has been liked by um, DB France or something. I said, ah, why though? Let me, who is this? Can I be sure that this is not Pastor Francis? It's Pastor Francis. So, Pastor Toby Jr. is right. You probably have not left that dimension. You're going to come here one day with a handkerchief and then... <laughs> Good morning to you all. Um, of course, we've had some awesome words in the past few days of, um, of this word explosion leading up to 11-11 um, and leading up to our special program on the 13th. Uh, I can't say much how impactful these words have been, um, but of course, you know it yourself from what you've heard. And uh, I must start off by saying that I think the definition of bond servant really is something to take home. Uh, someone who works without a wage. And I think that clearly defines the entire family in what we do, that um, it's not for monetary reason, but there is a pay that can't be put into words. And so on that note, I was recalling some things. I think there's a picture I'd like you to put up, um, if you can. And um, Pastor Toby Jr. will recognize this picture more. And um, Pastor Ndidi, you can put on the screen, yeah. Do you remember that revival, uh, revival church? How are you? We're friends now. I was looking for you in this picture. We've always been friends, of course. So this is revival church um, meeting, and you can see me seated there with Pastor Bio. Where were you, Pastor Onyeka? I've put you in the corner somewhere, in it. I mean. <laughs> That means all human. I put you in the corner somewhere to usher or something. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. 
But these are like this type of temperature and these guys are seated here and it's not for payment. Like nobody here is on salary. So I, I, I went back to think about us and what we do. Monday nights at the Connect, Tuesday nights, Wednesday, Wisdom Wednesday, um, Thursday service. And if you were lucky, you'd get PT pop-up again on a Friday on a periscope. And you hear the bird whistle and everybody's flying on, 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 on. And the intensity is just the same. And you know what I said yesterday? I said, we 100% need more souls because I can tell you guys don't have that intensity anymore. You're getting old. <laughs> but seriously, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday planning for Sunday. And then if you remember Saturday night, PT comes on to talk about Sunday service. And then on Sunday, there's minister's class at 9 to 10 or 10 to 11, something like this. 9 to 10. And we were present. <laughs> we were present. And we were not late. We were early. 9 to 10. And then the service kicks off. And what I was joking with the guys about is, because they just looked so slumped on the chair. And I was thinking... You can't be slumped like this because before you guys would go on church on Sunday and you'd be carrying people. You dance to the point where you carry someone up and down, up and down. And I remember everybody used to be scared to think, oh, is it me they're going to carry today or not? But you do that and then maybe service finish around four or five and you don't go home. You go to someone's house. And you continue again. I'm just saying that bond servanthood is not a punishment. You know, there's a point where you actually, you're attached to something so much you can't tell you're working. So there was a clear difference between servants and bond servants. And servants were the guys that came did their peace and went home when we speak about um, Jewish culture and how it all kicked off they would do their peace and, and go or they do their peace for a wage but you see what scripture said about bond servanthood is after seven years of serving the servant has a choice and the servant's choice is either to become attached to that house or he can now buy his freedom because he served. So the, the wages of your freedom were your service. So after seven years, you can decide, you can, you have that meeting with your master, your leader, and in that meeting, it's like, listen, you've paid your dues, you can move on. Or you can remain. And I remember from the scripture what it says is, for those who decided to stay and remain in that house, they would do a ceremony. So they would, so is this much easier than what we do now when you 
attach yourself to a house. It's very simple. You join a WhatsApp group. That's so easy, isn't it? Sometimes you're in more than one WhatsApp group. But then, once you attach yourself to a house, there's a ceremony and they parade you, they walk you up and down the town center. Yourself and your leader. And he carries with him a nail and a hammer, huge nail, huge massive nail, and a hammer, and they parade you just so everyone can see you are attached to Pastor Sam, so that there is no confusion about it. <laughs> there is no leaving the group and then coming back in. <laughs> you know when you just see someone uh, left. Very easy to leave a group, but when you're talking about bond servanthood, it's not as simple as a WhatsApp group. So your, your leader will take you across the market square, but this is like a ceremony. What they're doing here is just letting everybody know Pastor Sam or Pastor Dami or Pastor Nikki and this person are in the same family. And you would walk around to make sure everyone in the town sees the both of you then you will finally all arrive at the door of the house leader's HQ. And you know what they do at the door of the house leader's HQ? You put your head to the door and he takes the nail and then he hammers your ear to the door. That's, that's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> like, why would you even want to join a family at that, <laughs> at that rate? That's too much to join a family. They would hammer your ear to the door and leave you there, there for a day so that everybody knows that Dr. Emma is part of the gold house. There is no leaving of WhatsApp group after that. Believe me, <laughs> you really thought about it before they did that to you. <laughs> So I'm just saying that when you're talking about bond servanthood, um, it's it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game. So another definition PT used, and this is leadership class. So wherever you're tuned in and you're listening, however you listen to it, I just need you to remember that vision is a master. So when we're speaking about bond servanthood, which is servant and master, let's just remove any thought we had about master and let's just put the word vision there. Okay, so there's vision. And guess what I found out? You see the word visionary. The word visionary is actually... A synonym of it is dreamer. Someone who sees a vision. So actually, servants are visionaries. They are the ones that see the vision. The actual vision itself is the master. A visionary, the one who sees the vision, is now a servant. So this might be a whole better definition for you. Whenever you thought about a visionary, you are speaking about a bond servant. 
And that makes so much sense because now that explains the way they work for their vision. So, a quote by Elon Musk, he mentioned, five hours sleep is overrated. I think I sleep about seven hours a week. That was him. It sounds motivational, like do better, work harder. But there's a type of work that a servant can do and a bond servant can do. They don't do the same work. Because you see the motivation for wage is a whole different thing. <laughs> Not that uncle that works three jobs. The lady in my mom's church that worked Monday to Monday. I promise you that. Sorry, Dr. Emma, she's Ghanaian. I said something about Ghanaians and work. They love to work. <laughs> Working so hard. Deborah's here. I'm sure you're, you know what I'm talking about. But they're very strong, good-hearted people, but the working is a lot. So Monday to Monday she works. I've always thought about her health until a couple years ago, my mom said she passed away. She passed away from a heart attack. And it's very clear, you were just working too much. From nursing, and nursing is the international job of all um, black immigration people. We, that's our international work. You come into the UK straight to nursing. If they want to catch anybody who is illegal, just wait at the Kingston University uh, nursing course. Just be there waiting for them. <laughs> Produce your idea and your passport at the same time, sir. <laughs> so you have people who would work for wage, but you see, working for vision is a whole different thing. And I wanted to point out to us this morning before PT comes, because you all know your servants of a vision. Now compare your work to the normal person's work. Do you know what it feels like to work for vision? To have vision as a master? You know vision, you only see it per day. So the problem you might have sometimes as a leader or as a servant who is following a vision or a master, a vision, you're very unpredictable. Have you noticed that by yourself, guys? And you, have you noticed you're unpredictable? Not because you want to be unpredictable. <laughs> it's not your fault. Like, We've had a Zoom call today. This is what we want to do. Then tomorrow is like, sir, are we still doing? No, no, we're not doing this anymore. This is what we're doing. Now, the person following you is thinking, why can't this guy just be serious? It's not on my fault. <laughs> Things have changed overnight. Pastor Alicia sent a message in the WhatsApp chat. Everything has diverted. Everything. Full gear. Get the Rolls Royce, everything. Forget anything. <laughs> Very unpredictable. So it's sometimes you've got this thing in you saying to you, I need to be more organized and more planned so that I can achieve a result. Guess what? If you're a bond servant, you cannot be organized. Elon Musk will not write this in his book to you because it doesn't make sense. And he's not going to bother to try and explain it. But there is a push, a feeling, a vision per morning and you feel it per morning and you just know this is what we're supposed to do. Now, those of your people who are visionaries, you give them the vision as the vision. 
And if they're truly visionaries, they hear it, they see it, and they act on it. Now, watch servants. They're thinking, yeah, it's not what you said yesterday, sir. This is a clear difference. So, I just want this leadership class to be, if anyone has been leaving your group, don't pain yourself. Don't be worried. Like, you know, sometimes you hit yourself, like, what did I do wrong? Am I really leading these people? You are leading. You're, unfortunately, you're a vision. And you can only be seen per time. If they are calm enough to see the vision, they will know what to do. If they're too hasty and they want to be given instructions, it'll be hard for them to follow you as a vision. These people give them what we call SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. That's a normal work term. Those of you who've been to your office, you have your SOPs. Go ahead, your SOPs. So learn to divide your house. Make sure your house, you've got your visionaries and you've got your people, servants. These ones for the wage. They're only in it because there's money up. Trust me, when money up episodes finish, they go missing again. <laughs> it's telling you, it's only Paul CV keeping them. It's once it goes quiet again because the vision has switched, bam, bam. They're just saying, ah, so there's nothing else to do. Oh, I'm going back home. This is long. It, it, you cannot, you can't pastor those guys. But also, you should not hold it against them because they're just not what you want them to be. So you know what can be so annoying? We'll get into scripture later, but not really like that because Peter will come and speak anyway. You know what can be so annoying? The traits of the visionary is almost what annoys you the most sometimes as the vision. Like Pastor Sam, you're the vision. Pastor Toby Jr., you're the vision. Rev D, Pastor Bondos, but you guys, whoever is leading a vision, you're the vision, right? But you see, to see a vision, you have to be at rest. So you see that person that is always not agitated, they're just calm and just ready for instruction. Sometimes it can annoy you like, why are you not active? They're visionary. Go back and see if you've casted any vision to them. Because they react to vision. Once you give them vision, they will run and make it plain. And once it's made plain, they stand again waiting for another vision. So a great example of a visionary servant is Adam. It says that God comes to meet him in the cool of the day. At the point of rest, vision comes to meet Adam. And then he tells Adam stuff, then goes missing. Another good example of visionary and vision is Joseph. He said Joseph was a dreamer. Joseph's leader was not his dad, even though his dad loved him. Joseph's leader was his dreams. You know, you see, when Joseph goes to bed, it's time for him to spend time with his leader. And then he starts seeing stuff. The issue is he goes to go and share it with servants. Not born servant. And then servants are going to hear the vision and just think, oh, over Sabi, you want to just be Pastor Sam's best person. That's why. And they're going to persecute you. So, when you're aligning your house, you have visionaries 
you must always be casting a vision to your visionaries. These are your servants. Always be speaking to them. They do not work for a wage. They are not concerned if Pastor Sam has made one M or if Pastor Nikki has made a million. They're not concerned. They, their heart beats more for was the work done. So if we even look at ourselves, look at yourself as house leaders, look at yourself as family head, and you recognize that th there's no like wage payment in the time of giving. It's just towards the vision. So you can use these things to judge the way you react towards a vision. You can use it to judge how certain people are around you, how to um, arrange your house. So you know who's who. But not just your house, how to arrange your business. There is no startup in this world that can build based on salary. None. I'm even in the world. So from the point when you're trying to hire people and pay higher and pay higher and pay, you're just going to crash eventually. Every startup, the ones that became huge, is started by a bunch of visionaries. People who took for their wage the vision. Didn't pay themselves a cent and built for a time. And then came out with saying, this company is now valued $80 billion. This company is now valued $100 million. Why? Because a bunch of servants, bond servants, gathered together. So, unless you have bond servants in a room, you can't properly value something. Because when the servants are around, you'll just be paying. You're just going to be giving out coins. You can't build by giving out coins. It has to be vision-led. So, if you're going to build a multi-global um, label as Pastor Alex and um, Pastor Kofi. It would first take casting a strong vision. Do you have any scripture around that vision stuff apart from the Genesis? Proverbs chapter 29 from verse 18 in okay. the BSB translation. Yeah. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. Mm. But blessed is he who keeps the law. So, it's, it's vision becomes like a law for the bond servants. But I'm just saying to you guys, put things in order in a place where things become very simple to you. If you want to be doing nine to five in your house, you're not going to get very far because after 5 p.m. there's still days going, there's still time going. But if you want to have people who are constantly building, that's the way you achieve things quick. That's the way you build a huge organization when your house was never at sleep. It did not slumber. Your house never rested. Why? Because you had bond servants working. And to the bond servant, because his vision, they're working past five. Working past five does not mean they've left your house. Working past five means their attention is just on what you want to do. The most annoying thing you can have is you're trying to build something, but you know that after five, this person just goes out. That's it. They're not facing what you're saying. They've done your work from nine to five, and that's it. But as a vision, 
I'll tell you that as a vision, and those of you who are visions also, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you not find yourself still up at midnight? What about at 1 a.m.? Do you not still find yourself up at 1 a.m.? And at 1 a.m., what are you doing? Are you not thinking about what to do, how to build? Are you not discussing with yourself steps to take forward? So actually, you don't have a timetable because you're a vision. So that's what Joseph met. Joseph met a vision in the nighttime he would still be working by hearing. So Jesus says something also that's very interesting and I'm just breaking this down according to bond servanthood, visionary and vision. Jesus says, but the son can do nothing of his own except what he sees the father doing. So there are two phases of Jesus' life. And I like to speak about that for myself many times. I always say to the guys, okay, now it's 8 p.m. My other life begins. Meaning, I guess some of you have clocked out. But I'm clocking into something else right now. And that 8 p.m. runs till 4. I know my timetable. Except what he sees the Father doing. So, there's a connection between Jesus and vision. He has to be seeing because if he's not seeing in the daytime, he can't be raising no one from the dead. He can't be preaching a word on the mount. His actions are tied down to what he's seeing, meaning what him and vision are discussing. Bond servanthood is exceptionally important for us in this family. It is how we mark out that we're all visionaries. What do you say about nations like America? Nations like Saudi Arabia? Anywhere where there has been exceptional growth in human class or human society, it means that there is a vision and a visionary. Anywhere where you see results beyond the ordinary, it means that there's vision and a visionary. So for yourselves as visionaries, you actually have to go back to see, am I seeing clearly? So I spent the first eight, nine years of my life just seeing. What is seeing? Pastor Dami, Pastor Sam, Pastor Nikki, we can all explain seeing. Seeing is whatever the vision tells you to do, you're doing it. Eight, nine years, protocoling, good morning, sir. Eight, nine years um, leading the church. For those of you who are in Capitol House, I will, maybe let me do you a favor and let you know, Pastor Sam started off in the media room. So if you see results like money up, it's not strange. If you see results like Reggie, it's not strange. He started in the media room, spending time with vision because he's a visionary. He needs to see what does this look like. It's almost like he worked in all departments of, of SPAC ministry, then SPAC nation, then nation family. 
because of the space he has to occupy. Was there a wage? No, because he's a bond servant. His wage is to make sure that he is seeing constantly what the vision is showing him. I can remind you that Pastor um, Toby Jr. was doing revival church from his mom's couch. Mobilizing people, leading people, doing prayer, doing this, going to Northampton, going to Leicester, all those bus tours. You see, the thing with this vision thing is per day, he doesn't know what he's doing unless it's per day. He doesn't know what he looks like tomorrow because he's working for who? Vision. I'm trying to get you not to be scared of this walk. He doesn't know what he looks like tomorrow because guess what? Vision hasn't shown him what he looks like tomorrow. Vision says, do this today. See per time. When Vision told him, now leave youth revival and do um, COD and he obeyed that instruction then a new dimension of Pastor Toby Jr. comes out because vision is seen you know the thing vision cannot trust the visionary he can only trust him per, per day I think if vision starts showing you many things your work rate will drop think about it if vision told you exactly how you should end up looking and you saw yourself looking so mad, trust me, you'd be like, oh yeah, so there's, no, there's calm in it, there's no need to do anything today. But you see, you're not doing anything today will then affect the final vision. So to keep you on track, vision is like a lamp. It says the Lord, um, the word of the Lord is like a light to my feet, a lamp to my path, whatever, how it goes. But it's, it's a careful walking. It's like walking in the dark. The light will only come per step. So in order for you to be a visionary, there is a, there is a um, erraticness to you, but it's not your fault. It's because you only just clocked what you have to do today, just right now. And then you come downstairs and you're anim animated and you say, nah, you do this, you do this, you do that. And not everybody reacts with the same temperature because not everybody there is also a visionary. So you can build, but not with everybody. What allowed the apostles to take the world, 12 bond servants, is more than 5,000 servants. Bond servants, meaning they're visionaries. They are seeing the word per day and per time. He does not know he needs to be in Rome today. But you see tomorrow, something just comes up and says, we have to be in Rome. And for those of us who are leaders that um, follow a, a PT, you, you know the experience of, okay, this is what we're doing today. Then tomorrow comes and yeah, this is what we're doing today. And it's not always just one direction. Why? Because it's vision. This is the part that they can't write for you in the success books because in the success book, they have to make it very simple. They have to say, listen, plan your day. Organize yourself. If you're not organized, you won't be able to succeed. The issue there is if you're organized, that means you know where you're going. 
I'm not saying organization as in just being a kept person. I'm talking about if you don't, you, you know when they mean organization, they're talking about if you cannot plan your future. But the problem is if you can plan your future, it means you know where you're going. That's dangerous. Because if you know where you're going, guess what that also means? That means it's a journey someone has taken before. And if it's a journey someone has taken before, that means there's already a result to the way you're going. <laughs> so go and check. So once you start, you know what's so scary? My dad is a great guy. He's a good man. Doctor, I call him. And that's so dangerous because he's a good man. Because now you don't know when you're being doctor and when you're being PT is difficult because he's a good man. You know some of us may have bad parents so it's easy once you start acting mad you know yeah that but you see my one is difficult i'm telling you because he's a good man believe if you meet me and you meet my my biological dad you're going to be saying pio where were you born are you part of this family because i'm always as a that's a complaint you met your dad he's such a diplomatic person then you <laughs> so sometimes my erraticness is actually what keeps me like I'm very happy right now. I am not being you. <laughs> Just using that as a vague example to show you that the journey we want to take, no one has taken it before because we're following vision. So I want to almost begin to round up with this. If you take me to the prayer of Solomon, he prayed this prayer that's so powerful. And I've been I'm copying that prayer because it's so mad. It's a very mad prayer. I don't even know how he stumbled into knowing that prayer. You know the prayer where he speaks um, before he um, got a person for, um, for wisdom and stuff like that. Find that. I'll, I'll start it off. It goes by saying something like, give me the ability to go, go and come. You know when I used to read this when I was younger, I used to think, what? Why is this man saying this? He says, the ability to go out and to come. Teach me to go and to come and give me the understanding of good and evil so that I can govern your people. That was his prayer. And God was so excited with that prayer. But you see, yeah, you see the ability to go and come is so powerful, guys. Do you know that there are roots in this world that lead to prosperity that are hidden? Go and research something called Silk Roads. Silk Roads were channels and routes that people used to travel before there were roads. People used to travel Silk Roads and if you clock a Silk Road, you become an automatic billionaire because that's where the copper traders are. That's where the dye traders are. That's where the textiles traders are. They lie at the end of these roads, but because there was no modern world, there was no road to define it. So if you stumble on that route, automatic multi-billionaire. But there were no roads to define the roots. So he asked God, teach. He's a very clever guy. It's just now I'm clocking what he meant. Teach me to go and to come. Teach me the roots of this world that are not known. So there are, there are known roots to prosperity. That's, you can go to school and try and become prosperous, but those roots are already occupied so much, it's going to be difficult. But there are some unknown roots that are still to be discovered. And unless you are um, a, a, a visionary, 
Meaning you're someone who is following vision because vision can see. It's going to be so difficult for you. He then goes in, okay, go and read it for me if you got it. First Kings chapter 3 from verse 7. Yeah. Now, Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen. A great people. Go to verse 9. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. Ten. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. Mm. So God said to him, since you have asked for this. I think it might be a different version though. Okay, I'll leave you to look for that anyway. But on that, that was just a short digression just to show you how in tune you have to be with vision. It has to be a relationship that is for the day. Something that guides you on a daily basis so that you can achieve a certain result. Results that actually matter. Do you have the version? Second Chronicles chapter 1 from verse 9. Okay. Now Lord, God, let your promise to my father David be confirmed. Go on. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Yeah. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. 11. God said to Solomon, since this is your heart's desire and you have not asked for wealth, possessions or honor, nor for the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, Therefore, wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. And I will also give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king who was before you 13. ever. Or maybe you've passed it again. You have to find it first before you can get into that. But I'll round up on saying on this note, since Pete is here already. We are visionaries, guys. Quite simple. And if we're going to establish this new nation or we're going to establish nation, we have to be content with our life as visionaries that it's not as straightforward as you may want it to be. It relies on very careful followership. Followership that is just intent on what do we do today and carries it out fully wholeheartedly not thinking about tomorrow when you can follow without thinking about tomorrow next year next month next week then you can come into the kind of results that vision wants you to come into that's the result of world changes although it doesn't look like it these guys only act per time they are led by something. They don't know tomorrow because tomorrow has its own issues and its own problems. They only know what they're working on right now. I'll leave you on that note. Coming up next is PT and he can let us know a little bit more about bond servanthood. Thank you, guys.